Hey guys, welcome back to Lux's Litter Box, the official podcast of Cat Stats. Uh, we're back from a little break, and uh, we got the same group hosting again, me, Cole, Sean, and Luke, and two special guests. We have a manager from both the men's and the women's basketball teams here at Davidson. Uh, first, we have Jordan Krause from the men's team. How are you doing today, Jordan? Can't complain. Just going through the finals rush, so trying to get through it. Yeah, it is finals week now, so yeah, I can imagine... It's tough. And uh, how are you doing, uh, Sean, from the women's basketball team? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us. This episode, we're basically going to just talk about how the teams are doing so far and also just what is the day in the life of a manager. But uh, before we get into all that, just kind of wondering how are we feeling right now? You know, it's finals week, schools coming to a close. Like, what are, what are the vibes right now? For the men's team, we had two days off last week, and we're about to have two days off this week. So, Definitely, definitely it's going to be helpful for me and the other players to get some of the, our finals done earlier in the week versus closer to the deadline. So, yeah, we're just trying to focus focus on school right now and then big game coming up. Very similar here on the women's basketball end. We've also had two consecutive days of practice off, which is nice. It gives us time to work, and it's also been a, a common theme of conversation amongst uh, both the managers and the players. So it's a lot on our minds right now, but... Uh, we also have a big game coming up this Thursday. So, yeah, just a lot going on, a lot of on, on our minds. Any uh, streaking going on for finals week or anything? Or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing uh, that's a no, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not for me. Yeah. Uh, at Davidson, day before finals, there's a, a – am I even allowed? That is that, is that tough? Se- it doesn't exist. Okay. It doesn't yeah, right. It's just okay. called the scream. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of people screaming. We all scream it. The midnight scream. And yeah, that's yeah. it. Right in front of the library. That's and the story. Is. Yeah. When you're practicing that much in a year and you're you got that much toll on your body and taking care of yourself big big key moments in the season to kind of get refocused and relocked in and i guess that's that's sort of something that we can talk about going forward with with both teams is how do you refocus and regain composure after maybe not starting out the season exactly how you wanted yeah i think uh that's a huge challenge that I'll say I'm glad that the coaching staff is really responsible for making those decisions on, you know, when those breaks and practices are, um, uh, what those practice p- plans will look like. The women's team has had a really rough break with the start of the season, especially when it comes to injuries. Uh, we've had a lot of our key players who have had to sit out some really crucial games, really big games. Um, and so really this team is still, you know, learning more about each other. We've got people who maybe didn't get as much playing time last season or are brand new to the program, still getting used to playing with one another and stepping up into larger roles. And it's been really great to see how they've embraced that challenge. I think these days off have been really helpful. Uh, At least for us uh, managers and practice players, we've had the day completely off, but I know these players have been in there going through walkthroughs and kind of low intensity things. Uh, So that way they can keep their minds both on the academic challenges here at Davidson, but also uh, keep their minds sharp even if their bodies get to rest. So it's been, I think, a really, really important stretch that I think the really the coaching staff has managed really, really well. I think everybody is really thankful for this opportunity to kind of get a a nice little refresh before a big stretch of games that's coming up soon. Sean, you said that pretty well. I'll try and and match that. One thing that I think the coaching staff for the men's side does really well, and it's been like that for years, is they emphasize to the players that once, once you get on the court and we start practice and the clock starts for the first drill, you are locked in on basketball. They talk a lot about the pressures outside with academics and then being a more of like, I guess, a celebrity figure around campus in some uh, some aspect and just being able to let all that aside and just focus 
purely on basketball, even after you have the highs of a win or the lows of a loss, or then just pressures of schoolwork and everything outside. So one other thing they do, and I know we haven't gotten off to the start that we would have liked, but just having the mentality of just focusing on the next game, the next play, you know, the next shot and not getting too down on yourself. Yeah, that that was all really cool to hear. Uh, just like the conversation about bouncing back in the, in the mental game. We don't really get to see as much of that, the coaching. I mean, I feel like just uh, like me and Luke have been doing some like live tweeting stuff on the court. Like even just being closer to the court, like you see so much that you don't see normally as a fan. And, and this is even more, you know, to hear about that. So it's really cool uh, to hear from you guys. Uh, so just to take a step back, uh, just to talk about, you know, give to people listening just in case they're not as caught up with the season. Uh, right now, the women's team is four and six. What Sean was alluding to earlier, missing some players here and there and having to adapt to that. Uh, Chloe Welch has been out. Um, one of the key starters has been out since, I guess, the Duke game was... The, last... the Maryland game was her last game, right? Um, yeah, that was the last full game. Uh, she played, I think, like 12 minutes of the App State game. And then she had to step. Oh, she, wait, I, Chloe Welch pops in that state game. I I think I think she I think she played. I don't remember. I'd okay. have to go back and check the box score. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, yeah I think Chloe right. Welch played a couple minutes in Maryland. And I, I couldn't watch that game, but I don't. Yeah. Um, and then Adelaide Fuller has been out mm-hmm. since the Duke game. Yeah. Izzy Morgan missed a couple games in Savannah. I think the App State game too, maybe or. Yeah, my memory's a little fuzzy. She's back now, which yeah. is great. <laughs> Izzy's back. Um, and then Cam Taper's been out since High Point. So a bunch of injuries. I don't know if we can really discuss, like, the specific details of the injuries. But nonetheless, you've got to imagine, like, that's tough for a team to deal with. And But the team is still 4-6 and six and is looking really good now. First of all, the losses, it's six losses never good. But at least based on the net ranking, aside from the App State uh, game, like, they're not that bad in terms of the teams. Like, I think Wofford's sliding into top 100. Fairleigh Dickinson and USC are around there, too. Maryland and Duke are, of course, fine. Um, so it's not terrible. And great bounce back, winning against Jacksonville State and then 30-point win over UNCG. So you kind of talked about this a little bit with the rest, but is there anything else that you think was a was a difference maker in terms of the team turning around and getting those two wins from maybe a coaching perspective or a, a difference in play or something like that? Yeah. One of the great things about the, the, the program, at least on the women's side, I don't know as much about the men's side, obviously. They have a really great system in place, and everybody's on the same page at all times um, when it comes to play on the court. And I won't get too specific into the details when it comes to plays and stuff like that. But yeah, everybody's on the same page. So Really, everybody can plug and play in every single position, and everyone's on the same page of what they're doing, which is which is great, especially when you have key injuries to key players. You have these role players who maybe, again, like I said earlier, haven't had the most uh, game playing time, but they can step right in and still make a great impact. And I think this has been a really great stretch of games, despite the losses, for confidence for these players. One of the things that I saw Coach Gale, Co- Coach Folks, I don't know what I should call her on this recording. <laughs> on the men's side, we, we use first names. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say Gail. She's fine with it. But one of the things that her and the, and the coaching staff did, which I thought was really, really cool, is they pieced together film of ba- basically a highlight reel of each player and who, who was active at the time. And we the first couple minutes of practice, I think first 10 minutes or so of practice, um, we did, uh, they did their dynamic warm-up and their stretches. And... Coaches were like, okay, bring it in. We're going to do some film. And everybody huddled around the TV that's in the practice gym. And um, Gail said, look, we're just going to go through these plays. And each one of these plays is something that each one of you specifically on this team does really well. And these are the things that we want more from you. Like, 
So, for example, we had we had a couple of players who are exceptionally just strong drivers, um, a couple who are probably the best catch and shoot players on our team, and we had film of those things, and you can see everybody like hyping each other up, everybody getting pumped, um, and alongside game experience, like having those moments of camaraderie, having those moments where you know that your coaching staff is confident in you has really boosted, I think, the morale and confidence of this team moving forward. Um, additionally, with these two wins against a Jacksonville State, that was a huge one. Um, and talking with the players after that game, they were emotionally just thrilled and just couldn't get, uh, just couldn't wait to go and head and um, play that next game. Um, and I think this UNCG game that they most recently played um, is having that similar effect where these girls are excited to play basketball. Um, not that they weren't before, but they're like even more invigorated by these wins to go out and continue to do their best to dominate this season. And I think it's been a huge just morale boost moving forward. And I mean, like even like what you were saying, where it's like visualizing success and like actually seeing that. I mean, I had a basketball coach who would make us sit and like yeah. close your eyes and shoot the ball up in the air and visualize it going in. But just that act of visualizing success is so key in turning around like like a stretch of time where you've been been struggling or whatever. Yeah, you you can see the energy in this team even when they're down. Like you'll see like Ellie, you know, pump up the team, make a big drive, and it's it's like yeah. Davidson volleyball level energy on the basketball court, which is just uh, which is just amazing. You know, it's really funny that you say that because I think it was that exact practice that I mentioned earlier. Um, the coaches are like, "Have you seen our volleyball team? Like, <laughs> y'all watch the volleyball games together. You see how after every play they like." huddle up they talk to each other they communicate get on the same page and if if it's a if it's a moment in the game i don't know volleyball very well but if it's a moment in the game where they win a point like they're hyping each other up they're 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 making contact with each other with high fives or hugs or whatever it is like this is the kind of energy we need around our program and it, that was a huge point of emphasis so it's funny you mentioned that yeah um by the way a quick shout out to the volleyball team uh yes. just played today in essentially the final four of the nivc which is like the nit for for volleyball and a great run to win th- to win three games in the tournament. Unfortunately, it fell just short at Drake today. Um, but huge congrats to the team. Just an amazing season. And I know the team's just going to keep getting better. But that was just a quick little divergence. Let's get, uh, I want to talk about the men's team now really quick. So right. uh, the men set at 7-3. and three. And, you know, 7-3 and three is a good record, but some unfortunate losses for sure at home to Charlotte by two, to Delaware by two as well. They haven't had too many opportunities to record some amazing wins, but so far probably the top win is at home for San Francisco. San Francisco started as a top 100 team in Kempom has since fallen out, but they're still very solid. What are your vibes? Well, how are you feeling about the team so far, Jordan? Well, I think the biggest thing, and most people on the outside knew this coming in, we had an unbelievable season last year. But then we lost Luca, Mike, Nelson, and Lee, who are four of our you know main rotation guys. And then we got a lot of new pieces. We have two transfers, Connor and uh, Dave. And then we have some new fresh new faces like Reed and Sean and AC. And it's just it's hard with such such a detail oriented offensive system, plugging and placing people after having such an experienced roster last year. And so it's going to we're going to continue to get better over the season and people are going to get more comfortable with the way that Davidson basketball is played. So I have a lot of confidence with the team, especially as we'll go into February and March because the the McKilp culture is just the team is going to be at its best by February and March and so I don't think that there's going to be a drop off at all with Matt now as the head coach. Um, I have a lot of confidence in the team going forward. 
Um, I think I wrote this in a in a women's basketball article about how you know despite all the injuries, despite the the start, the losses in Savannah, the team's going to be zero and zero start conference se- season, and that definitely applies to the women's. And I think you know based on what you just said and everything, it, it really does apply to the men's basketball this season. And you know you don't want to say that as a Davidson perspective, or a Davidson fan. You know you want to focus on the at large potential and and you know conference record, uh, non conference, it all blends together. We're working towards an at large bid, but you know. Honestly, I mean, this season, I mean, the conference is is pretty wide open. There, the pretty people are teams are struggling kind of across the board, except for Fordham, um, and <laughs> um, Fordham. and yeah. you know, I don't want to say right now, you know, at large out of reach because I, you know, who knows? We play Purdue next weekend. Yeah, you know, not, not, anything's They'll possible. A, but it, like you said, the team's going to come together in February, and the team's going to start zero and zero in conference play. They have a chance to make their names for themselves. The conference is pretty wide open. I mean, that might honestly be, you know, what fans and what the players look towards making a difference in the, the conference schedule, you know, winning the conference maybe, or, you know, you know, making a run in the H10 tournament might be ultimately more important this season than it, than it usually is a focus. All right. Well, so now that we've kind of gotten a perspective on this season, I'm curious about like what a day in a life in the life is like for you guys what's your role as managers on the basketball teams like what are what's your favorite thing least favorite thing so it depends on what is happening in that day if it's practice and only that usually i'll show up an hour before and start to prep um sometimes that's putting down tape on the court with with like specific spots that coaches want highlighted filling up water bottles, getting like scout jerseys out, towels out to which you'll use to like wipe up sweat. Just like a lot of a lot of the like dirty type of jobs, just making sure you're ready and prepared for you know, a coach at any point to ask for something and you got to have it and be on your toes. And then we'll have practice and we're fortunate enough to have a pretty large manager crew. So we all have our own roles and so we'll have one person on like the clock helping with the scoring and making sure that drills are being run at, you know, the correct amount of time. And then other people helping with, you know, passing out balls to, like, lines and making sure that practice is run pretty smoothly. And then sometimes on, like, game days, it's just a lot of prep. We'll have a walkthrough beforehand, and, you know, we help set up a meal before that and – help with the walkthrough and then game you'd show up an hour and a half before set up it's a lot of setup and and uh you know breaking down at the at the end of the day but it's a lot of fun yeah uh similarly on the women's side there's a I feel like there's a lot that goes into preparation. So usual kind of manager responsibilities will include some, uh, along the lines of what Jordan just mentioned of making sure that the clock is running properly for drills. Um, side note, um, just want to shout out the coaching staff's attention to detail. Like we'll look at their practice plans to, to set up the clock and it'll be like, you know, you might expect like a drill to go like 10 minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes. They've got like drills that go like seven minutes, 30 seconds. And then we'll have another drill that's like six minutes, 15 seconds. It's like down to the second of like, how much time they want to spend like dedicated to this one principle. So that's a unique challenge to have when you're setting up the clock. So practices, it'll look like that. Um, as well as being a manager, I'm also part of the scout team. Basically, I'll put on a bib and head out on the court, and uh, we'll be giving a scouting assignment. So, for example, our, our next game is against uh, NC State this Thursday. And so, or well, I don't know when this will, will release, but yeah, at the time of recording, it, the next game will be NC State. And... Um, 
each one of the, 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 the scout team members will come in and we'll be given an assignment and we can also watch film with the team. And um, for example, they might be like, Sean, you're playing as number, I don't know, 17 today. She likes to have, she has X tendencies. Uh, she has Y weaknesses. When you're playing in practice, do those things. And so we'll get full five on five action. We'll go through some of their most run sets um, and basically give our team a preview of what they're going to be experiencing. Probably not to the same level, of course, because they're a polished Division One program. I mean, that they're playing. Um, but we'll give them a taste of what they're probably going to face against in terms of actions and ten player tendencies. Um, and then, yeah, practice will usually go anywhere between two and three hours on a normal day. And then on game days, like again, like Jordan mentioned earlier, it's just prep work. We'll come in an hour early. Um, some folks will be in charge of helping just set up game stuff. I'm usually in charge of helping rebounding and stuff like that. And then during the game, each one of us will have different responsibilities as well. So um, they can go everything from active stat keeping, which is what I do, to one of my fellow managers who Coach Gale doesn't sit during games and during timeouts, she likes to just sit on a stool to talk to her players. And so my friend's only responsibility is to bring that stool out during timeouts <laughs> nice. and take it back. That is her sole responsibility. So yeah, things are broken up pretty evenly and it's, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, it's a lot of fun. Nice, yeah. So, big question. Yeah. I used to I used to watch like these like day in a life um, documentaries <laughs> for like the managers all the time. So does who has laundry duty? Oh well, um, yeah, we don't we don't do laundry. You don't do laundry? No. Well, um, then that's that's one of the biggest like flexes for. Cause I'm watching <laughs> all these like D1 athletes like yeah we just sift through all their practice jerseys and they're like soaked in sweat and stuff all the time. So like that honestly, that is the biggest selling point selling point for being a manager. Yeah. Um, that, that's all we do. I mean, the only, the closest thing we do to laundry is we take our bib off after practice and we put it on a loop, and then the coaching staff does something with it. Uh, we yeah I yeah I've yeah shout out that. shout out Will Debose. He does our laundry. I think he does most of the team's laundry. So he's he's the best. So thank you to him. Yeah. Um, we've had to we have to do laundry during tournaments. We don't do it during practices or after games. But tournaments it can be tricky because we'll practice on some days and then. We'll obviously have games on other days. And, like, for Charleston, our hotel had one washer and one dryer. Oh. So with the load sizes, we were we had about five or six loads of laundry each day. And so that paired with, you know, trying to get your schoolwork done, it was a lot of, a lot of 1 a.m., 2 a.m. finishing oh. of, of drying laundry. You just sit in the laundry room doing, like, chemistry or something? or like uh, we, We'd go back to our hotel room and... And also help out with like late night meals and just it could get chaotic, but you know it was it was pretty rewarding at the end of the week, knowing the the difference that you helped make even doing things like laundry and ordering food. Um, what would you say has like been your favorite moment as a manager either this year or any of your years being at Davidson? I was asked that a few times going into last year, and I wasn't really sure, but last year. I feel like my answer was changing throughout the year yeah. with just like things being one-upped, but I'd probably say the Alabama game, it was, mm. I mean, I don't, probably don't even need to talk about it. Yeah, it, yeah. it was, it was really cool. It was our first, I think top 10. It's our first win against a top 10 ranked team. I think since Steph played. Yeah, so since the tournament it was, it was really fortunate and I'm lucky that the coaches let me go to that trip and be a part of it. So yeah. I'd say so, that. So that beats you rebounding for Steph Curry uh, oh. just a couple months ago? I was 
with the team and we were watching stuff work out before it was like ceremony and uh one of the coaches walked up to me and like hey we need a rebounder you okay with that and I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I played too, it off casually for that. <laughs> played it off casually and then sprinted to the locker room to make sure I was, you know, got out of like a polo and into a t-shirt. <laughs> no, no, I'd rather do laundry than rebound for Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah. And what about you, Sean? Favorite said, moment? Said oh. no one. Oh, oh yeah. said no one. <laughs> what about you, Sean? Um, this is my first year as um as a scout team slash manager um of the women's team, uh, so. I'm not sure if I have like a concrete favorite moment quite yet. I'm still, I'm honestly still taking it in the fact that, you know, I'm going in and like competing and helping a, um, a, a division one program. Uh, I'm still taking all of that in, but honestly, it's been really great to just learn more about the game. I started playing basketball in high school. And so there's still a lot that, you know, I have no idea about. There's still a lot that I'm still learning and watching the coaching staff, whether it be in film or live in practice, just break down concepts and explain the reasoning for like why players need to be doing what they're doing. Um, and the way that just make it all work together has been really, really fascinating. Um, for some reason, one particular detail that's like just sticks out to me is there was one particular practice. Uh, we were scouting a team that I don't remember um, who we were playing exactly. Um, but the emphasis was on screening and screening angles. And I'm like, what in the world's a screening angle? Like, what do you mean by that? And they were talking about how instead of setting a screen directly to the side of the opposing player, like set it directly to their back so they can't follow you on your cut. And my mind was blown. Like, I'm like, I've never thought about this. Like, spoiler, it's it's called a back screen. But like, it was just like, just those opportunities to learn about the game at a high level. Like, I'm still like, just trying to enjoy every single moment. So I don't know if I have a concrete favorite moment, but... I think it'd just be like soaking up as much knowledge as I can from the from the coaching staff. I if if I could just add on to that, coming into being a manager, I I had a little bit of basketball experience. Probably I think scored five or five points in my entire Let's years go. playing basketball, rec basketball. <laughs> but, um, Let's not go. <laughs> but it, just being a part of the team just opened up my mind with like how much there is to basketball and the strategy behind it and you know i thought screening you know you really just have like a ball screen yeah. and that was it but there's a lot more than that yeah. so and i don't know about you but like watching not just collegiate games but like watching like nba games or euroleague games it's become so much more fun like i'm just like looking on the tv it's like oh like we talked about this in practice like <laughs> and i'm like looking at the team and i'm like i've started finding myself like and i used to do this a little bit before but more actively now i like watch a game and i'm like instead of watching who scores, like just like watching the team actions and like kind of in my own mind creating a scouting report. Like it's just become like a lot more fun. I also will add, Sean has been torching me a lot more recently <laughs> in uh, rec pickup games too. So I've seen, I've seen that visibly in his time as being a manager. So, As a last question, uh, what are you two either looking forward to most of the season, whether it be a game or something, or like which player do you – are you looking forward to seeing grow the most throughout the rest of the season? Uh, I am looking forward to knock on wood the the night after we beat Purdue. <laughs> yes, oh. we love that confidence. Yes, yeah. yeah. Don't uh, be. You heard it here first. <laughs> I, I don't know. I saw Fletcher. Ooh. Whoa! 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> I saw Fletcher get that massive dunk on Nebraska, and we know what Edie's doing. I'm kind of I'm kind of scared of that, but. 
confidence confidence yeah. what do you mean yeah, davidson's we, winning yeah yeah we might we might need to have foster do the scout on uh fletcher <laughs> yeah. just so we can we can lock down his every tendency yeah <laughs> by the way i'm leaving in the voice crack in the it's, it was my mistake <laughs> it's authentic to it. uh what about you sean oh man um yeah, I don't know if there's like a specific game. I mean, I know that I was really looking forward to the Duke game. I mean, it's already passed. Um, it's one that we were very, very excited about. Um, and although we didn't win it, I mean, there there was a lot. Like, there was just a lot that we talked about in the next practice. I'm like, these are great, like, moments for us. Great moments as a team, things that we can build upon. Uh, so I think I'm really excited to just continue to watch this team when, and as, you know, people come back from injury, just come together and be be a you know a big cohesive unit and just go out and compete in every single game um we, we have uh two transfer students and um um one of them millie being injured but um watching maddie play uh come come from the princeton program to here uh that's been really really cool watching her adjust watching her ask questions in practice and just get more familiar with the program um and she's honestly one of the ones i'm most excited to watch moving forward is just because she's got just so much versatility for, uh, for this program, uh, whether it's scoring, whether it's, um, you know, playing the everything from the um, playing almost all five positions, um, when especially when we need, need to go small. It's been really exciting to watch her transition into the Davidson program. But I'm also excited for, um, like I mentioned earlier, those those role players from last year who, again, like maybe not get, get as much playing time last year, but have stepped up into huge roles. And are really really succeeding in them. Just watching them continue to build upon that confidence and maybe even like gain even larger roles moving forward. Um, I think that's something that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I mean this this season with injuries has been kind. Of, there's been the positive in the fact that uh, Sally got starting time, Maddie got starting time, Thomasine got starting time. You know they're getting all this valuable experience before conference time that you know is not only valuable for them but for the entire team to know what they got, what they have to work with. I mean. It's been great to see that and see them grow. Yeah. All right. So I think that's uh, going to do uh, about do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I learned so much just from talking to you guys. Um, and on one last note, I think this is my last episode for this semester, unless oh. I call in virtually or something. I am going abroad, so going to miss you, Sean and Luke. <laughs> of course, miss you too, man. But yeah, I'll, I'll hold down the fort, keep the podcast going. Yes, cats. We'll keep it going. Uh, hopefully, we'll have keep having on some fun special guests, athletes. Hopefully, maybe some coaches. We'll see. Um, but yeah, thank you guys again for coming on. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Hope you have us back. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it end of the season. Oh yeah, end of season recap. Regroup. Yeah, fun. for sure. We'd love that. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a great new year and go Wildcats.